All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. It's like a gift from heaven. <laughs> That's what it's been compared to historically. Yeah. One of our recent reviews said that. That's just what it said. You were just reading that review. Recent reviews, man. I don't think we've had a podcast review on the Apple store for like three years or something. It's yeah. It's been wild. It checks out. So go do that if you haven't done it already. But welcome. The dads are back. Okay. Hunter Thieves is back. It feels the so hundred, good. The hundred younglings were playing today, yeah, in fact. They're way back. Minus Insanity who had internet trouble. And yeah, they were back and looking pretty, pretty good. Did Insanity? I thought he just played on somebody else's account. Or did he not? Mm-mm. No. No, wow. They had to. <laughs> yeah, he had a reinforcement come in for him. Nice. Um, yeah. It's a new year. New dads. Same dads. And say, well, but we're refreshed and yeah, yeah. We've made changes. I've got, I've got rid of my beard, man. You sent it to me. All your beard energy has come yeah, my I way. Can tr- I can, and I literally mailed you what I shaved <laughs> off so you could add it in yeah. there. It's like a spirit bomb, you know, to channel it. <laughs> a beard bomb. The beard bomb. <laughs> beard it bomb. Okay, I like that. Yeah. All right, dads are back for real. We're really time. back now. Oh. Um. <clears throat> Lock-in's coming up. Jordan, it starts in a mere three days. That's great news. It? It's great news. It's, uh, it's so exciting. I think I'm, you know, I forgot how, how cool of a way to start the season this is. We get to watch so much 100 Thieves, you know, just get the group stage in and then yeah. all the other stuff that comes after that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. I it's going to be banger-ish. Yep. Um, and I've been watching random like VODs like the other day, I was I tweeted about it. I was watching like 2017 MSI. Yeah, just like just you know, just getting excited, just getting yeah. ready for the uh, for the season. Competitive league. The first competitive league I watched in 2022, and then we'll get into the real show. Was the uh, the the ERL match Reckless mm-hmm. versus Spain? Uh, amazing, man. League of Legends is hype. This is a hype video game, and we're back. It's so it's just such a good competitive product. We're all fortunate to be here with each other me with you i won't speak on your behalf us with our children Uh, yeah it's great we're happy to be here i can't wait to watch some league of legends let's do this so here's what we're doing tonight um we're going to talk not a full length episode but we're going to talk about uh lock-in and we're going to talk about the season overall and then we are going to debut our hundred talk Top 25 plays of 100 Thieves LZS from 2021. Yeah. Now, there is a produced video that will also go live on our YouTube at 10 p.m. Central Time. Nice. So that should be a little bit after our podcast wraps up. Um, but we, on this stream, and sorry to the audio listeners, I'll, I guess I'll cut it out, but we'll, um, we'll actually like watch those and talk about those plays a little bit and why we chose them the way we did. Yep. Um, cause Jordan and I have some issues we need to work out. BTS. Cool. 
<laughs> BTS content. <laughs> now, before we get going again, for real this time, uh, huge thank you to Elgato, of course, for providing our lighting and our capture equipment and for just being a super cool company anyway. Yeah. Uh, supportive of the scene, supportive of what we do, supportive of the small guys, and uh, that's super appreciated. We love them dearly, mm-hmm. and we honestly very much love the products yeah, too. That's true. I was just I was looking at how they've they've now got like full VST integration in with their um, with their software for the Wave mics, mm-hmm. and that's something like <clears throat> I run a parallel program to be able to do that, and I have a separate control surface to control that. Probably could do it with um, my stream deck at this point, but I have a separate control service for that. It just it would make it so much easier if I just put it in through uh, Elgato stuff. So make it happen. Maybe I should just do that. Do maybe it. I should just do that. So thank you to them, and then also thank you to Rip It, the one and only delicious, good energy drink, force of good for the world. And we're both drinking G Force on this. This is I've got three cans uh, from the initial drop left. All three G Force, not because I like oh, it the wow. least, because it was the bottom stack on my case stack. But well, I'm saving. I'm saving a variety. I've got a different yeah. flavor for each. A each cornucopia time. of Rip It. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, oh, and they asked if we're matching jerseys in chat. So, just a reminder, because we haven't done this in a while, we don't typically read Twitch chat very much while we're doing the actual podcast. But no, I have the Dollar Shave Club exclusive beautiful blue jersey and jordan has the boring regular black one i mean boring regular black world's jersey Mm. my bad yeah my bad i stand corrected you have the world's jersey (laughs) yeah and you know the regular one is still fire so that's right here we are okay let's talk about this now we've got a lock-in coming up jordan Mm -hmm. i don't know if you've heard but it hasn't been an easy task for some of these teams to assemble their crew as oh. Prince would say in Dave Chappelle. Um, <laughs> oh no! So, so it, there's a, there's a few issues that are uh, posed here by this situation because you know what we typically talk about with the preseason tournament is like, hey, so what does this mean mm-hmm. for us? Yeah, right, right. Like, what? How much can we judge on preseason performance? That's already a discussion. It's already kind of an issue to begin with. Now, we've got even more reason to ask, what does this mean that we're doing this? Yep. Um, because so like, what's the, what's the rundown by the way? It's like some teams are fielding their Academy squads. Some teams are fielding partial squads. I got a call uh, did to I, see if I was yeah. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> yeah. Are you around this weekend? You got any plans? <laughs> you, uh, you play Vega, right? He's getting buff. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be a different kind of experience for present tournament. Uh, I've honestly lost track of what everybody's doing. I know TSM is not going to have their full roster. I know C9 is, I think, feeling the Academy squad, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Academy squad, which Academy. if you watch the C9 video, you know, is a very competitive squad. Cool. Well, Jordan, Riot doesn't care about Academy. Neither um, does C9, so that's fine. It works out. Neither does LS. Uh, and then... <laughs> Did I see Dignitas also is maybe having some problems? I don't know. You guys always know yeah. more than we do. But the fact is, it, it ain't going to be teams at their full strength, even more so than it usually is. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the question is, what is lock-in? Like, what's the significance? Also, I should mention, 
we're only playing for money here. There's $150,000 that goes to the winner plus 50,000 to the charity of their choice, which is cool. Yeah. But that's, there that's are, not as nothing. far as I'm aware, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this year there are zero implications on um, the actual LCS season. All right. For Before, Lockheed. was it like you got to pick which side of the stage you sat on? Yeah, I think there or, was some weirdness yeah. with that. Yeah. You get to pick whether perks can have a hat or something. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the funny but, thing is, that's still the prize, even though perks is back. <laughs> In the LEC, you know, perks that they, his C9 wouldn't let him out of that part of the contract. Um, how could they? <laughs> they tried, they couldn't, but but okay, so where are you with this? Like, seeing what what we're about to take part in, like, yeah, is this ultimate trap situation for us? Like, what are you, how are you feeling about this? You know, I think it could be, I could be a trap. So, there, there are different philosophies on how you approach this tournament. One is you, you just you like, you meme your way into it along with everybody else. And you, you throw out, you know, kind of a, some goofy looks. Like you make it very apparent that this is not your LCS. Even if it's the players, it's not what you intend to do week one, day one, right? Yeah. So that's one approach. And I think um, I wouldn't be totally shocked if we did that because we, we saw some of that, I think, um, I feel like we've seen some of that when we have a little bit of slack time anyway, right? Where we get different looks. Well, we saw it at the end of the, uh, the That's right. LCS regular season when yep. we put in our Academy team. Right. So I don't, I don't think we'll see Academy. Like, I don't think we're going to go that far because I think there is value in getting reps for the LCS guys for sure. Um, so that's one thing you could do is just kind of make it apparent that you're not, you know, you're not being too sweaty about it. You could also just put out, like, we have the, the six-man thing, right? So you could put out some kind of a statement to say, hey, we're going to be experimenting with our lineup to see what works well on the stage and, you know, all this stuff, even though it's on the stage for the group stage. But um, So that's another option. I don't think we'll see that because I, I get the impression they're positioning the six-man roster not as, like, we're going to see who the, who the best top laner is and then put them in. Up to this point, they've really positioned it more as we think they're both great and we're going to use them both in the ways that make us the best. So I, yeah. I don't think it's a race. I think it's meant to be like, a, hey, we have six tools to use to figure out how to best prepare for a team. The thing that I hope we do is I hope we just go out and absolutely smash teams. Um, I hope that we... <laughs> okay, I'll no. take Jordan coming in. <laughs> but, but all those other things I talked about, those result in you not like, I hope that we try as hard as we can. Cause I think there's a lot of temptation here to not do that. And I, yeah. what I would like to see us do is embarrass people and, and like put them in a place where they feel badly about the start of the season. Right? And they have big <laughs> questions to answer about how they're going to do. Hot to call it a hot take if you want. Um, but, but I, but th that's the risk. There's risk in that approach. There's, I'd say there's more risk in trying to win as best you can to not actually, which is kind of a weird spot to be in. Because if you go out and you try really hard and you lose, then people, you know, like stay off Reddit, you know, for a long time. Right. right. Um, but I think that we're, I think we're well positioned to do that and to actually like really smash people in a meaningful way. Um, because everybody else is, they have like full new rosters. In some cases, they, they've never had a competitive game that's not a scrim. 
like a game that actually has meaning as a unit, as a as a program. Like that, we have full new programs. If you look at C nine, they're like top to bottom. They basically just did a, a hard reset. Um, so that's that's an advantage for us, and I do think that um, I think we're going to have an opportunity here to to really make a statement. Um, and not to mention, right? We played really well at the end of Worlds. Like I think that was the best we've ever looked as a team, probably in any team across the entirety of Hundred Thieves history for LCS. And we've we've only had more time since then. We've had a Korean boot camp. We've had actual time to you know work on our identity even more. I feel like it's easy to forget that last split was the first time we had Reaper in. You know, like we were still doing a lot yeah. of figuring out who we are. So all that has happened and, and it has come and gone. Like, I expect us to be the best we've ever been going into this tournament. Um, so that's, that's what I'd say I want to see. I want to see us at our best. So <clears throat> I, th- I guess one of the big things for me about um, lock-in is it's where you get your first look at the meta, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like which teams have the right feel for how the game should be played at the moment. And I don't think there's a whole lot to see before it actually gets started. I mean, you mentioned, uh, what was it? Uh, was it LJL that you were watching? That uh, it started with reckless. I don't know where he is now. It was, it was a, one of the French teams <sighs> against one of the Spanish teams. So I, maybe it was a oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So different. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, there, I think like Demacia cup or something, is happening around now or something. LPL started. A, yeah. The point is, there's not a whole lot to go off of, and so at this time, it's kind of like, all right, who ha- whose guess about how to play the game right now is right? right. Um, and that's yeah, LFL. I'm, I meant to say LFL. Thanks, Crip. Um, I like that's one of the things where I, I feel like we had a pretty good read on it last year mm-hmm. because we had you know, maybe a, a subpar team configuration, but our play style worked. And so we were able to still look good. I mean, I think if I'm remembering right, I think the C9 loss in semis was a reverse sweep. I think we were up 2-0 and then got beat three times in a row, if I'm not mistaken. So it's kind of like we were on the verge of, you know, really doing well, the turret dives, the, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So I'm, I, that, I think that's kind of a higher priority for me because... I feel like if your meta read is right, you're going to get in rhythm quickly. Mm-hmm. And when you get in rhythm quickly, everybody feels good, you know, and then the other teams are catching up to see what you do. So more than like, I hope we win by all these crazy margins. I just hope we're right about how we've been preparing. Mm. And so the, the result is actually kind of secondary to me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I just want us to learn how we're going to play the game. Do you think sense? if we have prepared well, do you expect that we wouldn't win? Uh, I think that lock-in is early enough in the season that really anything can happen. That's why I'm never too concerned about the result because it's very possible that like things just are a little off on whatever day. Yeah. And maybe even if you have the right idea about how to play it, you don't execute super well. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that stuff's always a possibility. I just, I just want us to like, if, and if we don't have the right read on it, I want us to be able to learn quickly and be like, okay, here are the adjustments we're going to make. I just want to be on track. I mean, I feel like the start of the year is just all about 
getting into that rhythm because you are just so far ahead of everyone if you can get into rhythm quickly. Yeah. No, I think that's the meta piece is really important for sure. I guess for me, I don't I don't have a lot of question marks about that, right? Like I feel like Reaper has been he has proven himself to have a, a consistently reliably strong take on the meta. Like mm-hmm. I think that's that's been one of his things over time is that he he tends to not be playing catch up. And we saw it early on his time with his team. We were setting the meta. Um, you know, like he's made bold bold calls and bets that have played out that way. So yeah, I I guess for me, I feel like because it, it is that confidence that makes me think that we're more likely to get good results. Um, like I would be actually, it would be more concerning to me if we show up and we look like we're not prepared and that we didn't get a good read on the meta because it would be like, well, what changed, you know, what, yeah. why, um, why, why would that not be the case for us at this point? Right. And I, I, I honestly, I'd be super surprised if that's how we show up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I expect us to do well. I expect us to look good. Um, if nothing else, that for the reason that we're together and have been together. Um, more on that later, but <clears throat> I think this conversation about like what result we're looking for is also, it leads to one of the, uh, one of the questions w- w- that we got from listeners. So Nick Moore, who, by the way, almost always submits something to us. Super awesome. So Thanks, thank Nick. you, Nick. Um, who said since hundred T are favorites and we're going to break that down first, mm-hmm. uh, since hundred T are favorites can lock in be a success if the team doesn't win it. So, first of all, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that everybody considers us favorites for this. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with that, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure about that. Jordan and I are going are gonna to volley that idea around later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but given that, I mean, we're at least among the favorites. Sure. For sure. For sure. No, uh, no question about that. So then the question, can Lockin be a success if the team doesn't win it? That's and you're you're asking me that question right now. I yes, I am. Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, we're out of rhythm. No, nah. we need to get our rhythm, our meta read on the it's, podcast uh, for this season. We need to get, <laughs> our meta read is off. I've forgotten entirely how to do this show. We'll figure. We it didn't out. boot camp in Korea for podcasts. We, we should have. That was a big mistake. Um. <laughs> I didn't know if you were softballing that one to yourself. I was playing too much TFT, man. My perceptions of of the podcasting world are now different. That's right. Uh, Okay. Can it be? I mean, it's a really interesting question. We're not, I'm not used to talking about us as favorites. So my, my meta read is off on that for sure. (laughs) Um, Here's what I'll say. I mean, yes, it's possible. And it's good, but it's the sentiment is going to be that. No, we can't. Like fan sentiment, Twitter, the Twitterverse, Reddit, et cetera, everybody else. If we don't win, people are, we should be prepared for people to trash us. I, I think that's true for any team that wins a title and then comes out and doesn't perform at the same level. And now that's, you know, obviously that's not entirely fair because you would expect that result to happen if the circumstances were the same, if all of the other teams were the same, if time hadn't passed, you know, if, if, uh, entropy hadn't progressed in the meantime. Like it, yeah. It's just a natural thing. So, should you expect us to look exactly as good as we have been? 
you know, I don't know. And we can discuss that. But I get where people are going to come from. They're going to say, well, if this is the team that lifted the trophy, then what a colossal failure. This is not another trophy for them. Is there a trophy? I hope there's a trophy because I think we might get it. <laughs> yeah, if there's $150,000. The trophy is just a briefcase full of money, which is fine too. Um, can, it, can it be a success? Um, I think for me personally, I would say this. There are, there are, there are some more like, I'll call them um, unlikely scenarios where I, I could feel okay about us not winning. I mean, I think if we make it to the final, I'll, I'll feel good probably no matter what the outcome, unless we get blown out, right? Like that never feels good. But I do, I do have high expectations for this, especially because some of the other top teams are fielding a, a, a right. not their strongest look. So yeah, I think yeah. that's the expectation for me. <clears throat> so I like what Big C, that's me, said in chat. He said, no moral victories we had two and a half years of that. We should be focused on winning everything and anything less is a disappointment. So I kind of, I kind of like that attitude. That's kind of where I am, but in yeah. a, in like a slightly different way, because it's like, I think, I think to, at this point, we should expect excellence, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it, when we don't win, yes, it's a disappointment. And I, and I, it's like, dang, we should have won that. Right. Like we, we're in that category now to feel that way, especially as you said, with the rosters that are being fielded. Mm -hmm. So I am of that mind actually. But the only thing is you can expect to win, but not go nuclear if we don't. And that's, <laughs> right. that's the thing. It's like, if we don't win, yes, I'll be disappointed. And I'll be like, there's definitely some things you need to work, but it's not, gosh, man, we need a new blank. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. like that's, that's the thing. We're all like as Hundred Thieves fans of LCS, we're gonna be new to being in this position where we're good and expect to be good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And part of that is knowing where the line is with that kind of thing. You know, so I like no matter what happens, we lose like right away, we get smashed, we don't win a game in lock in or something. Man, I'll be real upset. I'll be shocked. The podcast will be very depressing. <laughs> I'm not calling for a new coach. I'm not calling for new players. I want this team. Right. Like, this is the team that I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so, I, the, so what I will expect is that the team will get better and make adjustments, not, mm -hmm. oh, man, we got the wrong player and right. whatever. Be, like yeah. that's, that's where I'm at with it. It's yeah. like, yes, now we've moved into let's expect greatness from this team. I mean, you get, you get the message from Nate Shot today. Right. Yep. In both the the video that Hunter Thieves tweeted and like the email that they sent out to the list, basically like, look, we're here to win. We're here to do things right, mm -hmm. and and that's our guarantee, you know. And that's awesome that we can get into that mindset, and we should. So let's act like winners now, and let's expect to be winners. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like the um, the first thing Big C said. Like no moral victories. I think that's I think that's a good mindset to have, right? Like we shouldn't we shouldn't be prepared to settle for anything less than what our goal is and our ambition. Um, and this is the first time that as an organization we can say without being kind of braggadocious that our ambition is to lift another trophy, right? And right. and I and I think that's what you said. I'll just reframe it, whether it needs to be reframed or not. It's like losing a game. 
doesn't mean that you're not going to accomplish your ultimate objective here of lifting another trophy. And if you interpret every loss as a signal that you can't accomplish your ultimate goal, you're not going to accomplish that goal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's Um, a lesson that's hard learned and that we've learned very, very well. And like, you don't actually need to look any further than the end of last season to get that, you know, writ small, which is we didn't expect this team to win the LCS. Right, because we we mm-hmm. came into playoffs at kind of a low point, and it was an am- amazing run that got us to the actual trophy room. Yeah. Um, so and we had to go through losers. Yeah, we, we lost to TL. Right. So that's a, um, that's that, that's <clears throat> what I think we'll we'll need to do again because we're gonna get hit in the face at some point. And you'll be thrilled to know, Jordan, that it's time for my first NBA analogy oh, of 2022. Yes, dude. But first, you'll be even more thrilled to know. Spoiler alert on the 100 Next. Uh, I just received word that 100 Next has beaten Golden Guardians Academy. So our younglings <laughs> are super cracked right now. I think that's the like fifth game they've won. I think they're 5-0 and oh now. They've played five games um, in like two days, if that's the case, because I swear they just like started that. the other day. <laughs> they played, they, yeah, they played Immortals AoE earlier. They played Maryville earlier. Amazing. Um, I watched those two. Anyway. So that's good. Yeah. Horizon. Anyway, back to my NBA analogy. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so the, the thing about like, yeah, like having greatness as your expectation, but not overreact. I mean, so basically like the, the LeBron system from the past few years, Mm -hmm. which until, until like recently got him to the finals every year for like 10 years straight. He would, their team often did not look that good, you know, Mm -hmm. like they would be, you know, like in the sixth seed or something like that, um, looking kind of rough during the season, but learning along the way and LeBron figuring out how to play with those players and how to put the pieces together. And then like clockwork every year, just getting to the finals with whatever pieces they were, even if they were trash pieces, which they (laughs) often were. Right. Which is not like the case for Matthew our team. Delvedova is, is like your second best player available and you're still getting <laughs> to the finals. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're not doing too bad. So <clears throat> that's, yeah, that's kind of like this, the system. We need to have that expectation, but also have that patience. Yeah. So feels good to expect good things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And no mistake to position ourselves as the bulwark against overreaction, Cole. How do we keep getting back to this point? I don't know. But we're going to do it again this year if we need to. I've got a lot of confidence in the fan base. I think people are going to be very measured and calm no matter what happens. And they're going to think critically about what we should do. And then they're going to probably make some respectful tweets, is my guess. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We've all grown since uh, 2021. (laughs) We took a couple weeks over the holiday to reflect. On our social media. To work on ourselves. And here we are. Cole, ready for luck. <laughs> <laughs> the fans are in, are already in rhythm. And that's right. That's right. Um, okay, so that's locking. Like, I don't know. Like, do you actually? Do you think we're gonna win it? <clears throat> um, if I had to bet, if you gave me a hundred dollars and said bet this, yeah, I'd bet on us. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, I think so too. To to come back to that because you mentioned earlier that some people don't think we're the favorite. We looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Thanks. That's exactly where I'm going. Okay. Take us there. No, no, go, go for it. You, you're odds, just going where Oz Shark says that TL is the favorite. 
I don't know if Odd Shark is the official bookie of the LCS now or what. I don't know. Maybe it's just a couple guys spitting out some odds. Um, but they've got TL ahead of us. TL's the other big question. Like, it'll be really interesting to see. The reason I'm not putting my $100 that you've given me so nicely, thank you, uh, on TL is because they have, they're kind of where we were, right? Like, a lot of good players, make no mistake. Very talented. They've, they've, they were in the finals. Um, but these guys don't have a ton of reps with each other. And even if they've been practicing up to this point, like first time you're in a competitive match, you're on stage, that's a big change. So I expect that it will take them some time to actually hit their full strength. Whereas I think we should be somewhere closer to, to full strength already. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it just, I, it just feels to me like I'm not sure why we're not considered the favorites in the books, you know? So yeah. what do they know that we don't? I'm not sure. But there seems to be this general sense of like the offseason moves of the other teams have put them ahead of us, which <clears throat> experience has kind of taught us that you cannot assume that these moves are going to work out. I mean, obviously with us and Bang, yeah, it seemed like 100% slam dunk on paper. It was like, oh my goodness, you're telling me we were that good in the regular season and now we just added freaking Bang? Right. And we know how that went. Well, look, there's only one LCS winner every season, you know, and, and every team basically makes a lot of changes. We're actually like doing the unusual thing yeah. of not making changes, right. of sticking with our guys. It's not very common to do that. And you know, when we make roster changes, you're just on the clock for like, all right, how long is it going to be until they figure out how to play together and they have mm -hmm. the synergy and we can right. really judge the team? Every other team is going to be going through that. Yeah, for sure. And we will not. We'll have the same guys that just destroyed Team Liquid in the final and destroyed EDG in a game at Worlds. Yeah. Those same people are back and have been playing with each other. So right. I, I don't understand this, this thought. It's like, it's like do, do people like not rate our players very highly? I don't know. Because... If you look at the equation, it's like, well, well, like, you know, they have like uh Whippo and and uh Bjergsen on the same team, you know, and like oh it's like cool, good players. Yeah. You know, but it's like our players are really good also. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> F FBI was definitely the best AD carry last last season. No question. Danny, Danny looked great at mm -hmm. times, you know, so yeah. maybe he'll I th yeah, you know, like, be able to compete. He's going to continue to get better for sure. But I think FBI is also continuing to improve. So, yeah. And, and like at Worlds, I'm telling you, I, I know we got, we, we went three and three, but FBI and who he looked every bit as competitive with like Viper Mako. Like, yeah, those two are pretty me, good. It, yeah. I, I don't see why people think that there's something. In fact, didn't you say there's a hotline league take where like we would you. lose because of bot diff? Being outclassed, maybe the word was. And yeah, bot and jungle. Like that. Bot and jungle diff. Well, it's like, you should, what are you watching? <laughs> you know? And <laughs> Abadaga is cracked. Yeah. He's super, he's like, he's like the most unheralded, really good player that there is in LCS, I feel like. Yeah. Like no one talks about it, but the dude is like, how often are we looking at, oh man, Abadaga really screwed that one up. Abadaga yeah. really made that bad play. 
Instead, he's just he's just making excellent plays across the map, just in a really like yeah. low key way somehow. Closer <laughs> demonstrated quite clearly that he should have been the league MVP during during playoffs. Man, he went absolutely bananas. Yeah, he's on a different level. And someday had a huge redemption arc in the playoffs as well, because someday was the only player that was like maybe dipping a little bit, but he looked really good during yeah. playoffs. And he looked good at Worlds and, too. And so if if and yeah, like Perks is gone, by the way. Yeah. Perks is not in the LCS anymore. So it's like But is Fudge. Jurgsen or Fudge roll swap? Like, I don't know. Maybe mm. that'll bear out to be true. But it's if you're Look, playing the odds, this it, it just doesn't really make sense. Yeah. It's what you said, it's what you said at the end there. Maybe that will play out to be true. That is the bet at this point. If you're saying that our our team is not going to be towards the top, or or just the like if we're not going to resume where we left off, pick up where we left off. That's kind of when you start thinking about this season, you have to assume that we're capable of picking up where we left off because we've left things mostly as they were. We're adding tenacity, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Anything else you bet is going to happen is a bet. And it's a maybe. Maybe Fudge will be actually super cracked at mid. That's a maybe. Uh, maybe Bjergsen. Maybe LS won't make Fudge cry every day by shaming him publicly on stream for what he's building. Yeah. Maybe. And, and, and the good news is we'll actually be able to check the VODs to see. We'll know if that's happening or not. My YouTube algorithm is showing me all the time the fact that it's happening. So for people to just jump in and be like, yeah, I don't know. I think they're, they're actually kind of out of class. Like maybe. But that's, do you want to take that bet? That's my question. Because you're betting yeah. on a lot of unknowns right now. And it's possible. Right. Like these are good <clears throat> players. It's not like TL went out and they didn't call me. It was a different team that called me to see if I want to play that. It's not, you know. It was Golden Guardians. It was Golden And clearly, they called me because 100X was, they already locked in the play. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I think, where I'm at on this. And I, and I don't feel like, I don't, I don't have a lot of time for like, yeah, but man, check it out. Bwipo. And then, oh, you got Han Sama. And like, Yo, they're going to be really good, man. It's like, yeah, maybe. We'll see. I'm not going to bet yeah. on it, though. I'm not betting on that at all. Um, and I think, you know, it's yeah. fine to bet on that if you're a fan of that team and you're excited. Great. That's good for you. But you're not going to convince me that they're going to come in and suddenly replace an incredibly dominant position that has, by the way, only further solidified their dominance in that position since the last time we played a domestic game. So there, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. So <clears throat> I guess it's like, like to me, people, when, when they evaluate like League of Legends players, there's kind of like two main components, right? It's yeah. like your talent level. So like your hands, right? Mm -hmm. And then your like experience level. So your game knowledge and composure, right? right? And so it's like, I don't know what math these people are using because if you look at talent on its own, um, as we're as we're kind of saying here, it's either we're winning that matchup or we're at least like close, right? Right. For pretty much everybody. Then if you add in like the team experience, like this team playing together for a long time, veteran experience on the team, it's like those two components of, of the experience equation. We're coming out ahead, right? So it's right. like, what? 
do you think like the talent gap is so big that it doesn't matter that the team never played before together? Right. Something I just don't get it. I just I literally can't understand. So <clears throat> I thought after the end of last season, the team would be respected more. <laughs> and it just feels oh, just cool. feels like <laughs> there you go like again. Not. Assuming but that okay. people will respect us. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about these people who are using a different set of algebra rules than me, but yeah, maybe they crack the code. Maybe they're seeing the matrix. Well, maybe that's what this is. Yeah. You know, who knows? And then when, if, if we lose lock in, we may see, I told you, and then we'll win LCS and we'll win worlds. So, uh, okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about the roster really quick and then we'll do some top plays. Let's talk about the roster and then we'll talk about, uh, uh, year projections like for the whole year. Okay. Um, the tenacity thing. Yeah. We've had, we've had some time to kind of sit and stew on that. Uh, you mentioned that it seems like the plan is to have it situational mm-hmm. more so than we're going to see who's best and go with them. Yeah. Um, I think at least that's the plan early on. Like who knows if that's the long-term plan. Maybe by summer they want to have a s- solid figured out thing. But <clears throat> yeah, I get, I get the feeling that it's probably going to be situational. Try and get tenacity experience. Um, how having, having had time to get used to that idea, like how comfortable are you with this? What are your, what are you thinking the effective tenacity on the whole equation is going to be? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, obviously there, there's risk to it, right? And I think, you're, I think you're kidding yourself if you think there's not. But here, here's how I've, I've been thinking about it lately. I have got a lot of confidence in, this, in a, the management of this team. I think they've earned a lot of confidence and trust. And so I don't think they would have done this if this were just a min-max exercise, right? Like if we thought we could be 5% better with tenacity, I don't think we would see this playing out. Um, so there are a couple of things I think are probably happening. One, I think they, they see a really bright future for Tenacity, whether he's there now or it's a year or two from now. Um, and they want to find the way. Like, it's kind of like, look, this is the, it's the, what do they call it in, in logistics? The final mile or whatever. It's like, you can do all this stuff to get goods where they need to go. In a certain way, I would say our talent development pipeline is, is that same thing. Like finding a, finding a general sniper, finding a Tenacity, Finding it can be. That's that's one job. And in a certain yeah. degree, it's probably a bit easier. Because if you're 100 Thieves and you have a cracked player, they're probably DMing you. It's like, yo, check out my, you know, check out this highlight yeah. reel. Like, look at me. Look at me. They're coming to you. You do all that stuff. You put in all the stuff we've done here. And we, you build this amazing pipeline. Figuring out how this person fits into your LCS roster is actually probably the hardest piece of this entire puzzle. Because you, they're, there are so many things that could go wrong. So I don't think this is us just saying, we think he's pretty good, and we think that maybe on some days he's going to be better than someday. I think it's one of a couple of things, or a couple of things. I think that we have belief that longer term, he's going to be a more promising option than someday. And I'm, you know, years is Long term, yeah. yeah. Not like weeks, years. Because you have to be thinking years, right? Because your program is going to exist for years. And or at some point we know, like this is the last year for somebody's contract. It's entirely possible that somebody has said after this contract ends, here's my plan. Or he said, 
at, at some point I have to return to Korea to fulfill my obligations to that country. Like there are things that we don't information we don't have. Um, it's possible that they do and that they're preparing for it. Right. So I know that that's, those things are, are, you know, it's like, maybe you said like, Hey, I got, I want to go home and I want to, you know, like work on the next phase of my life. Like I want to start a family. Like we don't know, you know? Um, but there are all, there are kinds of, all kinds of other things that might contribute to us wanting to start investing in the future in a way that doesn't just involve us rolling the dice when we get there. Yeah. And thank goodness we're, in the position to be able to do that yeah you know <clears throat> turns out our uh our amateur top laner is also an incredible option to us on the, on the table for the future um i am like i'm still i've really tried to come around to this idea of the six-man roster and i'm still just out on it i still yeah. just don't like it i want us to go with one um do you think we're going to see tenacity and lock-in I thought about that. I don't know. Um, it would be interesting to see if we do. I, if we do, I don't think it will be we're giving him a try. I really don't. I think if we see him in lock-in, then we should expect to see him in spring. Um, I mean, personally, I would kind of be surprised if we do. Because I think someday is, is hot. He has been hot in the last few months. Mm -hmm. So I would be surprised. Do I, if I had to put a bet on it, I'd say no but I've been surprised before. I can't make up my mind on this. I wish they'd just come out and say it, but I, I kind of think we will. You think so? Um, yeah, especially with like the other teams doing who knows what. It's like, ah, let's just, let's see what it looks like. Um, so I, I think at some point we probably will. Do, and why do you um, think we will? Do you think it will be to get him reps or do you think it will be? I think they're committed to, yeah, to not only getting him reps, but really to try and get a feel for how good he is. You know what I mean? Cause think about it, like his stage game for us was with the Academy team. It wasn't with the LCS team. Yeah. And you know, he had a, he was doing really, really well uh, around worlds during boot camp time yeah. on solo queue. Right. Right. And <clears throat> I, I think they, they want to have that figured out. I think they, they, they want to know this. I, I kind of feel like we're not gonna full commit. Well, it's not like we don't want to win spring, but I feel like our goal is just summer related. Yeah. It's like, yes, I think the prize for spring, spring is just will MSI, give us, right? I, I think in, by summer we're, yeah, we're going to have like, all right, we're going to go back to five man roster and not six. Yeah. That's my personal thought on it. Okay. Um, and so spring is really the time to figure that out. Even if it costs us a bit, mm -hmm. um, yeah. which for the long-term health of the team is probably still a good idea. Uh, I also think the team has demonstrated they are legitimately committed to developing talent, right? Mm -hmm. And that will be part of that demonstration. You know, there's always, like, you know, you're talking about 100 Thieves is in a position where talent wants to play for them. You have to keep that up. And, and that's one of those things, you know, it's like st stage experience. Yeah. If you, can, if you can show that you're willing to actually give that to the younger players, right? you know, that's going to be... That's going to make a, a, a difference um, when teams go to sign for you. Fortunately, we, we seem to be in like a really good position with stuff like that anyway. So, man, let um, me just tell you if they don't have Gabe and Mark and, and that entire team working on like the. Gabe switched to marketing. That's before. true. That's true. Although I think the, the video at the start here was a Gabe joint. If I'm not mistaken. It's one. not. It wasn't. No. Okay. I'm mistaken. Mm -mm. 
Um, it was Ottoman. I forget her her name. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm of two minds on this. <clears throat> I think there's a really cool story to tell with tenacity, like a recruiting video almost. Like you put this kid's story together and it looks amazing. But I feel like Golden Guardians did that with Niles and it didn't age well. You know. So like, that's the other thing. If you have, if you're trying to attract this young talent or these up and coming players in the scene, and <laughs> You know, and all eyes on it. Like, pressure's high. Pressure's very high. Not just for tenacity, uh, of course, for his own personal ambitions, but for the organization. Like, we want this guy to succeed. We need him to succeed because it's proof of concept for the entire pipeline. It's part of this story, right? It's a, it really it's a marketing thing, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think they mean it when they say they're going to they're gonna try and figure this out with tenacity and, yeah. and see what the best option is. I do think that that's sincere. So... Um, we'll have to see. And then, so looking forward then to to the crystal ball segment here. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Profit call returns. <laughs> what do you think about like how we'll do in spring and how we'll do in summer? Um, there's kind of an interesting dynamic, which is the stakes are arguably lower in spring. I mean, obviously, if you had to choose one to win, you'd choose summer. Yeah. Um, but I do expect that the like we talked about kind of throughout the pod the other big names are are going to be making a push for summer uh and that's probably a more realistic timeline for them right just given all the stuff we talked about mm -hmm. so we could also you know just here's what I, I'll, I'll land here i think we do our best to actually win spring um in part because i think it brings a lot of um you know a lot of glory to the organization and it gets us a ticket back to an international event, which I think is going to be, you know, I think that's a really helpful thing for us. It's almost like, can we get a reset a little bit? If our goal is to go back to worlds, which I think we're fully capable of doing, how good would it be for us to go back? And if we could play at the level that we had at the end of worlds at the start of MSI, I think we could really show up in a meaningful way. Um, and I think it'd be great for the mental, the, the players and the, you know, the whole team. So that, that's, that's where I'll just say we're going to go, is we're going to make a push for spring for MSI, and then we'll see what happens in the summer. Um, obviously, I think if, if things go well, I think we're capable of competing for another title for sure. It's very hard to repeat as champions, yep. <clears throat> no matter how good you are. It's very hard to win it multiple times. Um, I think we can do it, though. I really do. Um, I, think, I think we're going to... We're definitely contender in both splits. I think we win spring. My expectation is that we'll win spring. And I don't know about fall just for the whole, or summer, excuse me. I don't know about summer just because of the whole thing, you know, about yeah. like, it's just hard. And we don't know what changes there will be. But I just, I think that this roster can compete long term, you know, and so... I don't know if we'll, we'll win, but I, f I feel like top two is the expectation for both splits. It's like top, anything less than top two is like mm -hmm. disappointing for me. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's a crazy position. <laughs> here to be in. So here I think, we are. <laughs> I think in that case, we will make worlds. And honestly, if we, if we still have this roster together and, and everything's going well, like I think, I think we could seriously compete at worlds after seeing what we saw in this past year. I feel like, I feel like the guys had a chance to get to worlds and feel the sting of like, mm -hmm. it didn't work the way you wanted it to. 
and then also had the rare chance to like get a big win also to prove that you can be there and compete. Right. Yeah. So I, it's like you, you got over both of those hurdles mm-hmm. in one trip to worlds. So that sets you up really nicely for your second trip. Um, mentality wise. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I think this is going to be, <clears throat> this is going to be the year that we have our best chance to perform at, at the highest level that we've seen an NA team perform. Hmm. I mean, big expectations, big, big expectations, but we're going to get memed by some of you, but big expectations. I don't think you're crazy. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun no matter what. I'm, I'm just super excited. We get to, it's, it's fun to, to go into a season with a clear set of expectations based on past experience. That's such a rare thing to have. It feels like for any team, kind of across esports, because the, the rosters are so fluid. So hopefully we yeah. can deliver it. Because I think if we can, we're going to be awesome. It's going to be fun to watch. I know that um, our staff's going to be really feeling the pressure of those expectations and um, certainly wish them the best as they go about this. But they have our full, they deserve and have our full faith and confidence after, you know, what they've been able to do over the, the past year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which brings us to, I think, one final point yep. for the pod before we move into the top plays of 2021, which I'm excited to do because I just love crap like that. I have mentioned this before, I think, on the stream, but a lot of you guys may not know. <clears throat> we have like a, a template rundown that we use that we fill out every week for like how we talk about, you know, stuff for the pod. And basically since Papa Smithy has been hired, we have a section on the template called trust the Papa. And that's our check on how are things going from the team management perspective. And initially it was like, all right, what's he going to do? Is this whole switch from, caster into general manager going to work out what's going on with our mid laner what's going on with our roster mm-hmm. you know so it was like earning the trust right and then things were kind of weird in his first year and so we just kind of periodically check in on stuff like this i think jordan it is time i think they have proved um the positioning of this team, the positioning of the future of the team that we're in good enough condition that I feel comfortable removing trust the Papa from our podcast podcast template. I think it's time. Is it time? Okay. Someone play some solemn music. I'm literally going to do this <laughs> in our shared Google doc right now. Yeah, here it goes. Jordan can watch it disappear. It'll be privileged for him to do so. Wow. Everybody pay your respects just for one second. We permanently trust the Papa. It's gone. It's gone. It's deleted. Yeah, press F to pay respects, Chad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's earned. Here's what I'll say. Um, this doesn't mean... B- Biddy, I don't mean that we're not saying we're getting rid of trust the Papa as our idea, as our thing. I'm just saying we don't need to, we don't need to like revisit that. We trust yeah. the Papa. Yeah. You know, right. it's, 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 we'll have to see. Um, as you said, it's hard to repeat as champion. It's hard to, it, you know, like 
there are those legendary teams and organizations across all sports who managed to do that four, five, six, seven times, right? Um, and and those people are legendary for a reason. So this doesn't mean that we are placing the the management of the LCS program in that standing. Like there's more work that needs to be done, and that's what Nate Shot said in his letter today. Yeah, but are you going to say but? Go ahead. No, no, no. You oh. finish your point. Sorry, I I threw you off. Go ahead. But um, but I think what what's you know what's happened is we've been um, there have been decisions made over time, and this is true for for Malik as well. I feel like by the way. It's, I think it's better for us to not doubt these decisions because they've proven time and time again that they have sound decision-making abilities and their judgment is really strong on this stuff and their instincts are more often than not accurate and they've landed the pieces that need to be there for us to be saying at the start of the season that we expect it's possible for a repeat. Yeah, that's why we can delete that section. Yeah. And <clears throat> special mention, by the way, it's not just about the team decisions and everything. We happen to have apparently like the only team GM who won't make a fool of himself elsewhere also. <laughs> yes. Having communication issues, whether internally, Andy, or yeah. saying dumb things on Twitter, Jack. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like like we we also have a guy who communicates very well and respectfully and who doesn't screw up that portion of the job and who, quite frankly, isn't a child. So yeah. you know, I I kinda lucky get us. I kinda get um like more often than not, I'll see Papa. Like when when I'm seeing him on Twitter, it's because he's like being a, a good guy, the adult in the room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah. I kind of get Phil Spencer vibes. You know, Phil Spencer, <clears throat> head of Xbox for Microsoft, where it's like he just he just feels like like horrible news will come out, and he'd be like, "Dang it! Like I'm really <laughs> I really hate to hear this, and and we have to yeah. do a better job overall yeah. as a as an organization, as a you know, like." I feel like that's Papa's. That's energy. That's the energy he has. So yeah, more of yeah. that, please, in the scene. If we can manage. We are lucky. Yep. Guys, get ready for locking. I'm locked Closer's in. Going to do some more. I'm locked in for locking. <clears throat> We're going to see more closer plays like that in locking. I cannot yeah. wait. Starts this weekend. Um, Rec League will be doing on Thursday. I don't know. We don't. We haven't talked about what exactly our plan is, but we'll tweet it out on Wednesday. Oh, that's tomorrow. <laughs> we'll tweet it out yeah. tomorrow. <clears throat> so follow us on Twitter. I'll put the uh, Twitter account in the Twitch chat if you're still here with us. And uh, get ready for more regularly scheduled 100 Talk coming to your way every Monday, 8.30 p.m. Central. This is not our usual night. Monday is usually There we go. Guys, about to win another title and win Worlds. Congratulations already on 2022. We love you and we miss you already. Take care. Wow, honey.